0: Man Arena. 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 3, Can I get a 1, 2, 3, one, two, guys?
1: three, one, two, three.
0: I can't hear you,
2: Sarah. Is one, your two, microphone on?
1: How can you hear her What over the music? she got those big
2: headphones on. Let me see. 1, 2, 3, Great, one, two, three, great. One, two, three. great, great, great,
1: great. Okay. Isn't this a cute picture?
2: It is extremely cute. Two people that you love two, so much. Two of
1: my most important people wait,
2: you're sworn to protect
1: sworn to protect and they're together yeah. to protect
2: and serve so you can keep an eye on them
1: that's right
2: oh shit wait don't be on your phone because we're. Doing i this saw a tiktok episode. today
0: uh, what do you see that girl that gives advice dating advice she's like for the guys i'm gonna give you some advice and she said she said here's a here's a red flag if your girl if you bring her around your boys and she's laughing at everything they say she's a pick me and she goes when i'm around my my man's friends, I zip it up. Nothing's funny. She said nothing's funny. Wow. What do you think about that?
3: That's so wow. sad. Wow. Well, think I want to s-
2: address this first. Worm body, first time chatter is jumping in the chat to say I don't hear. Anything. Oh shit! And you just missed. We had uh, did a little good intro that felt very organic. Hear nothing. Jesus. Okay, you're going to have to dial that intro in back again, just the way you did it before.
1: Did did people on the podcast hear it? Or? Wait,
2: yeah, yeah. people on the podcast did hear it. Can you oh, guys hear okay. me now?
1: But no one in the live stream. Worm on. body.
2: God damn it. This worm body.
1: Awesome. I love starting the podcast. Um, worm body.
2: <laughs> can you hear me? <laughs> it was in for a second. Hand then, puppet mafia. Then back Hand puppet out. mafia. Can you hear me? Can you guys hear us? DJ Oily. It's Sarah. Can you hear me? Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> worm body, uh, hand puppet mafia, DJ Oily. Come on! If you're listening
1: on the podcast, go ahead and skip 15 seconds. Oh
2: my god! And Hello. if we're still Time talking warp. about
1: this, skip another 15 worm body. seconds.
2: Wait, 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 wait! People like this. How fire. is this? Is this <laughs> How, <laughs> uh, How is it now? Winner. You guys can hear us. You guys can hear us. You guys can hear us. Worm body, can you hear us? You hand guys can. Mafia. I know you can. I know you hand can. Hand puppet yeah. mafia. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Yes.
2: I want to get a yes from everybody who said I couldn't hear you. I want to get a yes.
1: Yes. Yes.
2: Worm body. Yes. 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 And and another thing. R is the sound synced with the image. Tell me it is. I think it is because I'm even seeing the video is synced with real life. Wait, look at it, this. No, it's not. It's uh, like I'm just moving my hand so rapidly I can't even keep track. <laughs> <laughs> you're looping.
3: Yeah. you're <laughs> looping. you're looping.
0: right. I got stuck in a loop. Okay. Um uh okay, sync is good. Great. I What's, uh, I did a whole process. Anyways, but, so let me just say what I was saying. We got slackus. So, <laughs> I saw I saw this girl on TikTok and she said, "If your girl uh, laughs when she's when she's around your friends, if she's around your boys, if she laughs at all their jokes, She's a pick me and that's a red flag. She goes, when I'm around my man's friends, I zip it up. Nothing's funny. That's what she said. What do you think about
2: that? Why is it bad for a boy to have a girlfriend who's a pick me? Okay. Yeah. No, no. I mean, let's, let's get the questions up together
0: and then we can discuss them. Let's get yeah. all the different okay. questions
1: that we have about this. Yeah. Why are you going to TikTok for dating advice?
3: <laughs> I am not going to TikTok for
0: dating advice. There's a girl who's very cute on TikTok and she gives dating advice. Okay.
1: I like her. And okay. he want a girl I like think
2: that. So. <laughs> yeah.
1: I have a take already. No, I don't have a question. All right,
2: he's got a so. take fresh. Go.
1: So I I think that it's... It's sad that you wouldn't be able to laugh at any of your friends' jokes.
2: I feel the same way.
1: That It makes me sad, yeah.
0: Because I think of your girlfriend, Sam, and she's always laughing with us. She's always laughing. And, y- and
2: that's not a red flag to Particularly me. Particularly she- your jokes. Wow. That's right. <laughs> if she wasn't laughing at your jokes, it would be a red flag. I'd be mad. I'd be like, "What's we don't vibe?" What's well, yeah. The the
1: problem is, is when your your boy brings their girlfriend around, you immediately become your the funniest version of yourself because the stakes are completely low for you. Yeah, when you're a third wheel, when you're a third wheel, it's the funniest Mm, position to be in. mm. So you could you can only get W's, and as the boyfriend, there's
0: nothing funnier than a sexless man.
1: I Well, I think that there, you can be a little sexy as a third wheel. Absolutely. Because it's yeah. you're
3: forbidden. I'm thinking Ooh,
1: of those you're tweets. Forbidden.
0: Wait, so you're, then you're confirming what she's saying. You're forbidden. You're being funny. Your girl
2: is like... and the, But that's why it's okay. It's a um, benign it's violation. It's a benign flirtation. I see. Yes.
0: So you were saying what's the problem with your girl being a pick-me?
2: A pick-me is annoying to other girls and marginalized people. Right. So if you're in the masters, 'cause class you're someone here, you're someone who wants to be who p- wants you picked by yes. the boys, then who cares if your girlfriend's a pick me? You're the boyfriend, you don't care. You got a right. pick me girl. Unless you're a, a real feminist. Yes, unless you're real feminist and you're perceiving how other women are being made to feel by this person's mm-hmm. energy. Yeah. yeah. Also
1: women have been trained to laugh all the time at things men say because it's yes. we live in a patriarchal it keeps society them safe. Yes, and it keeps them <laughs> safe and it keeps people from not hurting them, you yeah.
3: know.
0: Interesting. Every time I hear the word pick me, I think of the little aliens from Toy Story who go the claw Yeah. Yeah, they
2: they have pick me vibes. They
0: have pick me vibes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, welcome to Raisin arena
2: It's honestly (laughs) who the fuck cares what day it is? It's election day. Oh it is actually here with an election day special. Um, we'll be op- on all night as the results come in and the polls are closing.
1: I'll tell you who's a pick me. All, all the damn people running for office yeah. today. <laughs> yep. Yeah, absolutely. Huh. Vote and, for me. Vote for me. Oh, shut folks, the fuck up. We vote, we picked people in the Workers Party all down the list. That's what Will said.
0: <laughs> not the workers. The, the working, working, families. working families party. Families party. I, w- I wish it was a you. Workers Party, Sam. It's not a Workers it's Party. It's a
1: working. It's even better. It's a working family. Yeah, and
2: and uh, we as people who don't have families, I, <laughs> don't, have to, <laughs> I don't have family and I don't <laughs> still have to vote for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. I got a text from Will this morning. He said, "Vote working families all down the ticket. Vote yes on all the ballots." And I said, "Thanks, Will." And then I flicked a coin at him, and he caught it. it one wow. I read one of the day.
0: So he told me to vote yes, and I said, "Okay, I don't even need to read the ballot measures." I'm Just fluoridated stare, go in, do what I'm told. But then I was like, I'm kind of curious about what these malvegers are. I didn't even read them all. I only read two. And one of them was like to add a preamble to, I believe, the New York Constitution law code. Just It was literally about adding language at the beginning of Hmm.
3: some time. And And Will loves language. If you read his Twitter... That yes. guy loves to read. He loves
0: words. And it's like adding language that says that, you know, we're committed to a more equitable or whatever. And I'm like, okay, yeah, let's have, let's have the language. I don't don't, don't mm-hmm. see what difference that's going to make. But mm-hmm. we can add some a little preamble.
2: Yeah. So you just think that you and Will are, are aligned enough that you can just take his opinion without doing your own research? Will knows way more about politics than me. He's way
0: more involved. Anything he tells me, I'm just going to do it.
3: Hmm
1: yeah well what the problem is is you city charter city you, charter if you read all the stuff and all the ballots you're there for tw- 20 30 damn minutes yeah. talk about language there's a lot there and that gym is hot you know you <laughs> want and you came with your coat yeah. on and you want to get out of the hot gym as quickly yeah. as possible so i i do everything i can to shorten the amount of time i'm spend doing my c- civic duty and if it means doing everything that Wolf says, so be it. Yeah. So be it.
2: I went to the Met today. Listen to this. To vote? No. But it turns out the Met is also a polling place. Some people get to go to the Met to vote. Really? Wow. Is it near the paintings sweet? or is it you like in the lobby? Right I think in front it's of in some Jeff weird Coons. little closet. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it would be cool. If it was in the the Next Temple the of Rembrandt. Dender, you get to go inside the ancient Egyptian walk-in temple and cast your vote in the middle floor. I shouldn't yeah. have said
3: Jeff
1: Koons. I was thinking of MoMA, um, but uh, uh, the Met I mean I is different. Is
0: MoMA. Jeff Koons at the Met? I
2: don't Probably
1: so. not, no. No,
2: all the stuff at the Met is old.
1: It's old stuff.
2: No, they got they got some modern art in there. Where? They have a modern Up art wing. Up the stairs? I don't know if i contemporary. To the left? Are. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I didn't go that way, so. <laughs> <You're in the laughs> mat, go upstairs
0: Wait,
1: and go to I the left.
2: I went to the right. Did you? I went to the right. So you went to the Met. I went to the Met. What's up with that? What, what's new? What's the cooler? I'd never been before. Listen to this. I'd seen it on TV. I'd seen it. In you movies. had never been to the Met. I'd never been to the Met, because you know, I mean, what? When do you? When do you guys go to the Met on a date? Yeah, yeah yes. on a date. And that's why I, I was In on. fact,
1: I went on a date recently to the Met. Wow. Yeah.
2: Wow, and that's why I was there. I went with Leo. What's that beeping noise?
1: It's the rice maker. It'll stop soon. Mm.
0: Oh. Wow. So it makes the room smell like shit and it beeps.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like the smell. It's very comforting. Yeah, me too. It reminds me of my childhood. Eating like rice with a little butter on it. That's I mean, right, that just makes me right. feel so a cozy. Ketchup. Yeah. A my ketchup? <laughs> used a ketchup I don't know it. if I have like,
0: salt? I don't know if this is like a long COVID thing, but it smells like BO to me.
2: Really? That's not right. It just has that's this like right. BO smell. Wow. Wow. Mm.
0: Sorry, so. So the Met.
2: Uh, you know, you really got to get yourself in a mindset when you're seeing a bunch of, like, really old art. Where you're like, all right, I got to find a way to kind of get myself into caring about old pots and ceramics and jewelry boxes. Oh, well,
1: if you are in the ceramics wing of the museum, you've already. You're already swimming up shit's creek because that is the <laughs> most boring yeah. part. <laughs> Seeing yeah,
2: the, clay the, ferni- pots. the
3: furniture yeah.
2: section, the furniture, the rooms.
3: Oh my! I like the furniture. I like section. the rooms. Yeah. Actually,
0: you know, did you go to the the armor section? I went to the armor that section. It's like Dark Souls. That goes. That's like the video game Dark
2: yeah. Souls. That's the funnest yeah. part.
1: But the pottery, man, that is you really cool. gotta be You're like playing on hard.
2: Yeah, you have to get into this mindset. So I don't know if you guys ever did this. new to a museum and there's something really old, and you have to like really stand there and concentrate on like okay, so this was here uh, 300 BC, so that's like 2,300 years ago. Right, and right. a woman would have had this in her house yes, and totally. she's making something to eat for totally.
0: her or, family. Or you're trying to envision a person 3,000 years ago touching it with their hands and mm-hmm. you're like, Popping a vein in mm-hmm. your forehead trying mm-hmm. to imagine mm-hmm. that as hard mm-hmm. like a guy mm-hmm. t- a guy touched. Yes. This. And what does, that mean, me? and what does yes. that mean to me? And what does that mean to me? And what does <laughs> that mean to me? And you can hold it and you can yes. hold it for a blip of a second, the it, it, understanding of what that yes. could possibly mean. Yes. And then but it goes away like, and it becomes an abstraction. <gasps> yes. And then it's for gone again. a second you're like, this guy touched
2: this. It's gone again. Yeah. For yeah. me
1: for me, the Roman Empire is always like the, the home base of like, okay, everything's in relation to yeah. like <laughs> what I remember learning in second and third grade about the Roman Empire empire that's and everything that's older funny. than that is like really really old and then everything after that yeah so you see a, a thing and you're like okay 300 bc you're like so rome was like around yeah
2: you know? yeah that's right rome was getting off the ground yeah i also find that you know i was raised in an era where people cared about feminism in a traditional sense men women women's rights you know in Uh kind of a basic Mm -hmm. way we don't really isn't what we're talking about anymore um but i do find that when i'm in a museum with a bunch of old stuff i do want to know what was up with the ladies i'm always like Mm, looking for a picture of a lady so i can read the plaque and be like what is the deal with this lady and i'm more interested in what the women are doing than what the men are doing and it just like comes into my mind that anytime there's a picture of a woman i'm like what's up what's up what's up what's What's she doing um and i saw one today it was a picture of a woman and a man they were both dressed in really fancy outfits and they were holding like their smiling little baby and the little description below was like this is a picture a painting of these two people and a scene of them in domestic bliss and the next sentence was like unfortunately two years after this painting was made this woman left her husband for her lover and uh he but their characters in a painting. I know. They're f- listen to this. They're not real. I know. And then he got remarried to an actress whose portrait, it said, was somewhere else in the Met. <gasps> Whoa. which was kind of exciting because i was like oh my gosh so all these paintings are just about like a little scene, a little scene. yeah, yeah. <laughs> these two That's were that. fucking yes. and then yes. this one i the think we have this massive museum that like has an operating budget of millions and millions of dollars and it's just focused on this one little like random ass friend group yeah. like what the fuck <laughs> and we're acting with all this reverence about it but i also thought it was cool because i don't know you just think of women as like they didn't get anything they wanted but sometimes they got to leave their husband be with their lover yeah Mm. Evidently. And And I think they all won out because, you know, he dated an actress too.
0: Which I feel like is cool. It's kind of exciting and glamorous. So they both, sometimes the divorce is good. Sometimes you just have to move on.
2: Yes. Okay. Kay is saying exactly what I think women's inner life more interesting than any cool play or cup. That's right. And that's what I'm there to, to find out about. Well, Are you cr-
1: sure it's not more interesting than the swords section? <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? A two-handed
2: sword? Yeah. I see a two-handed sword, <laughs> that kind of gives me... That's a way in, imagining yeah, right. two hands
1: on the sword. It'd be cool if he, you had to go inside of the Egyptian temple in order to vote. That's where the voting booth was.
0: That would be cool. Mm-hmm. I was there with a girl recently, and I just was trying to communicate... The way you felt about the inner life of women, that is how I felt about the armors and the swords. And I was trying to communicate to her how excited it made me to see a cool to see sword. That.
2: Yeah. Oh, hey.
1: This is something that hasn't happened in a really long time. But Will and Lena are here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> While <laughs> we're yeah. trying to do the podcast. Yeah. We switched While it to. Yeah. We we so switched right. it to daytime.
1: <laughs> okay, remember. Remember, they can't hear they can't anything hear they say, yeah. so it doesn't really benefit us to interact with you all that often. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that loses us views. <laughs> so you you're love not it. Miked. You're not mic'd. There's a so. reason for all the questions that you ask, though. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. To the people on the Twitch, it doesn't look like we're in the dark, right?
1: Yes, it looks well lit from the screen.
0: Yeah, but actually, we're kind of in the dark.
1: And if you're listening on the podcast imagine us in your mind's eye well lit don't put us in the darkness of your, your brain um yes no, you know what sorry you were saying you were recently there with a woman
0: and i was just we were looking at the armors and the sword and i was like this means something in my this is so means- exciting yeah <laughs> like, this is so cool but yeah. it's like you don't care about this
2: yeah
1: I was recently there with Gabby, too, and we went to that section, and she was pretty into it. Really? Yes, but oh. she was most interested in the rooms, which is, I think, what mm-hmm. I was honestly most interested in, seeing those beds and imagining sleeping on those different no, like I was imagining beds. having the
0: armor on and the sword <laughs> and walking around the castle.
1: Yeah. Wait. I was putting
0: myself in the place of one of those knights. Yeah.
1: It's it's funny, because you, you, when you see that stuff, you also do all this sort of, like... Kind of armchair race, racial theory thinking, because you're like. So I do that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do that. So um, okay, did, but I don't do that. You're no, pointing at Felipe. no
1: one does Un- that. Unspool. You were saying that Felipe does. Well, it's it. funny. I guess it's a, it's an easy kind of thing because to do because it sort of fits into sort of D and D conceptions of like, of. Oh, you mean like this the is the elves? This is this is like. What pe peop- this is the armor of someone from like the Middle East in the fourteenth century. I and then see. next to it is like a knight's armor from like the twelfth century yes. from Europe. And then you're like meant to kind of look at them and, and sort of compare them. You can't help but compare and contrast. Yes, I see what you're saying. And so um mm. sort of racist theories begin to blossom in your mind. Well, mm. you know, I don't know, you know
0: I don't know about you, I'm not racist. The but different warriors. One thing that's interesting is that you know, you think about in fashion, silhouettes, right? Mm-hmm. Silhouettes change. You go from like, oh, now it's in style is like a really flat silhouette. And now it's in style is very curvy silhouette. Mm-hmm. You know, different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with armor. You see like an idea of how a strong, of how to like augment the body so it looks strong. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. yes. Like
0: what, like, because there's this armor that kind of like is like bowls around the. Chest. chest and then it comes in and it's not like you know it doesn't like define muscles but it like creates this like chest feeling i don't know it's just, that's just kind of interesting to think about yeah there there's like a fashion it's like a fashion side of it, or an aesthetic like an aesthetic idea
1: some of them are so ornate that you're like they didn't actually wear it in battle
0: right anyways so so, so that's that so the met. How many? You're how many to probe, reasons?
1: Probe me on my race theory, Sarah. You know, you're <laughs> about it I just think. Looks. I just think.
2: I'm looking at the samurai outfit. I'm thinking that looks cool. I'm looking at the plate armor. I'm thinking, oh, that looks cool too.
1: You don't. You don't look at it and go, mm, I, If I were, playing, I'm racist. Is that character? <laughs> I'm looking at this. I'm. Going, I, I'm racist. <laughs> I, if I were no. a samurai, no. like the samurai um, mindset is obviously like emblematic in the armor itself. And then you look at the knight and you're like, oh yes, Western Europe. You can see all the sort of um, design Principles of Western Europe in the European armor and stuff like that, and if no. they fought in a battlefield in like a, on a YouTube video, which, which <laughs> yes, so what a samurai you know? fought again. Yeah. yeah,
2: and this is why I'm saying when you go to the gallery, I want you to be focusing more on the inner life of women <laughs> <laughs> and what can be discovered about them, because that's not what I'm thinking about. Um, so being the same BBL armor, it would be cool <laughs> if
0: some of those armors had a huge ass.
3: Hmm. Hmm.
2: Yeah. I was also, what's, confu- what's hard about being in the Met and in most museums, you get really preoccupied about the layout. I don't know how you feel as men, because some people say men are better at directions or something. I don't know. If Not me. Like the theories. You yeah, same about this. I feel so lost inside the building. I cannot understand where I am oriented in relation to anything I've seen. I was trying to see the Dutch masters all day, I glimpsed them once. And then I went around, and then I could never find that spot again. And you look out
1: windows, and the windows windows. don't orient you at all, because you're looking directly into other buildings. (laughs) Or
2: you're looking back into the building (laughs) somehow. Yeah, you're above, and you're down. And yeah, it's just so confusing, the way it's laid out. And it just made me wonder, like, how many people work here actually have a true understanding of how everything is connected and could just be dropped into any room and be like oh I'm over here I'm in the west wing like three rooms deep yeah well
1: another funny experience is going into a museum you've never been before and then grabbing a map because you're like I'm gonna need a map to get around and then you you're in the atrium and you open the map and you look at it and you go, Jesus, fuck. Christ. <laughs> this is going to, f- this fucking, this is no so point. big. There's no yeah, point. So no you no just give up. kill myself yeah. now. You want me just yeah. to just give up and just be loose in there
2: <laughs> and see what you see and don't put too much pressure on yourself. Yeah. Totally. Um,
0: <coughs> I wanted to say quickly, just, c- it would be cool if I change the subject. To speak into the mic. Just, cause, just to like give, just to give, <laughs> no, no, that's not what I'm going to say. I told Sarah before this that she needs to speak more into the mic because sometimes she moves the mic around too much anyways
2: uh <laughs> we all do it differently
3: <laughs> we all do it it's true
0: it's true but yeah. sometimes you can't hear her and i thought it's so that we can yeah. hear you more thanks and so <laughs> that we can hear your voice more um that to, just to give the podcast a little bit of p- like a p- present flavor um oh, okay.
2: i saw triangle of sadness i didn't like it it was bad mm. just
0: so that you, if you're you're like oh this was when
2: that this movie is when I, was mm-hmm. I saw barbarian I thought it was good, but it wasn't as good as I thought, based on, like, people were being like, it's the most inventive horror movie of the decade. Really? hmm I'd like to see it, but it's not that good? I thought it was good, but I didn't think it was, like, epoch shifting. It, was, it had an interesting structure, and I can see why people are, like, going off about how good it is, because of how they had structured it, but it didn't, it disappointed me a little bit. It didn't quite fulfill it, yeah, where it seemed to be going, so... But still good. Damn, I really want to. It's see It's on it. HBO Max. Yeah, you know, give it a watch.
1: And I saw my own Private Idaho recently. Really? When? And, which also just came out. <laughs> Wait, and when did you see that? I liked it. Like two nights ago.
3: <laughs> just by yourself? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, with Will and Lena.
0: What? Where was I? Where was
1: I? <laughs> you were probably out trying to <laughs> get into a party. Wait, what? What, <laughs> what <laughs> night of the <laughs> week was it? Because I want to see that movie. Going to get into? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what?
0: What night of the week?
1: <laughs> I don't know. To Sunday it was on Sunday.
0: What was I doing on Sunday?
2: <sighs> I don't know, man. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm really trying I to remember. On Sunday, no. did you come to see Free Time and get drinks with Julia? That's
0: right. That's yep. what I did. Yep. Yeah. I didn't get to see Free Time though.
2: You didn't get to see Free Time. Ryan anyway, Martin now Brown. they were oriented. So okay. at the Met. <laughs> 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 now we can keep talking about the triangle sadness. Yeah. People seem more interested in Barbarian there in the um, I feel like Barbarian. Oh, and if you're in the chat, you know it's like the, you can just suggest things. You can
0: just say stuff. We'll react to it. And I know that we have to. Uh, we have to show by doing. But so we're gonna do that now. I feel if like what's up.
1: I was gonna joke around and and say if if you um want to hear about uh my own private Idaho, skip to minute. Forty-seven, And if you want to hear about um, Barbarian, skip to minute 32. But now we're going to talk about Triangle of Sadness.
0: Yeah, I feel like Barbarian was in a great position to make a strong commentary about poverty, but it just fell flat at the end. Is Mm. that true?
2: Yeah, so Barbarian set out to make a bunch of comments.
0: But don't spoil it, because I want to see it. So
2: there's a theme, violence against women, and women's having to be suspicious of men generally in the world. That's in play. And then it's also like... I think this is all known from, like, the trailer. It takes place at an Airbnb in Detroit, and it's in, like, a devastated neighborhood of, like, abandoned houses and uh, scary. And so that's part of the scary vibe, is not they're in this, like, totally desecrated old neighborhood.
0: How come they take an Airbnb there? Because, like, when you get an Airbnb, it's to have a little vacation. Well,
2: I guess you have this sort of idea that, oh, this person has, like, bought this as an investment property and turned it into an Airbnb, but the rest of the neighborhood hasn't, like, caught up yet, and these people are just staying in it not really knowing... The area. I see. So, and that that doesn't really come to fruition at all. Like why? Oh, it's. it's, I see. It's like got a scary vibe, but also we're kind of living it. The movie seems smart enough that you kind of think it's going to do something with that uh, in a kind of Jordan Peele style Uh or something, but it doesn't pay that off. It's just like uses it kind of ambiently. I see. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It maybe makes a suggestion of like, well, there was scary stuff in the neighborhood long before there were poor people living there, you know? Like, they, there's this idea, I guess, that, oh, it's scary because it's, like, abandoned and full of unhoused people and poor people and people, like, addicted to drugs or something, you know, that kind of environment. But then you find out that, like, well, even before there's those ghosts. people were there, it was way, yeah, way scarier. I yeah. See. So what's really scary about America? Is it poor people or is, or is it, it is ghosts something? and zombies? It
0: is, ghosts and zombies, yeah. I do think it's probably ghosts and zombies. Because yeah. ultimately, the poor people are just victims of a system <laughs> and the ghosts and zombies yeah. want to kill Sabina you. Sabina says
2: Barbarian set out to make the comment, what if Spooky Monster had enormous boobianas? <laughs> yeah,
0: well, Sabina and Annabelle at their show that Simpletown performed that said what the final character is the final boss and i was like fuck i didn't want That's i literally funny. as they were started talking about the movie i literally almost called out this is a union hall i literally almost called out don't talk about the movie don't spoil it but <laughs> i knew they had a joke plan
1: and
2: it yeah. would have fucked up
0: their whole flow yeah so, so they- you had
2: to let it go yeah. you didn't heckle
1: you would've been dragged yeah. out of union hall yeah
2: <laughs> yeah no spoilers y'all are weak only straight guy in the comment i'm not i didn't necessarily need it to but i don't know it's kind of upsetting to watch a movie that like takes something like detroit and the homes being abandoned and the like exploitation of that area and then just like uses it to be like isn't that scary and then doesn't really make anything of it yeah no i agree movie should you gotta comment you gotta yeah um
0: (sighs) yeah triangle of sadness starts out good but then halfway i don't want to should i spoil it I don't. I don't even want to talk about it that much. But I just want to leave. Yeah, it right yeah. Out. We'll say
2: something. Say something, or else you're gonna listen back to the episode and be like, Lem- I should have just. I Should have just it. said something.
0: Yeah.
1: Please, please. What is the part you want to talk about?
2: The middle
0: part. <laughs> okay. Basically, okay. The movie *Force Majeure*, which I saw, it's great. It's like the tensions bubbling beneath this like middle class relationship and it takes place at a ski lodge the first half of triangle of sadness it's kind of like that like tensions like there's something rotten underneath the like this wealth and it's taking place on this boat and there's funny stuff kind of set up that's like subtle and then halfway through out of nowhere i'm going to spoil it so if you don't want to spoil just turn it off out of nowhere, these Somalian pirates appear who are literally, you don't even see their faces. They come in and then vanish. They make the ship blow up for no reason. I mean, obviously, I guess to rob it, but you don't see that happening. The ship blows up, and then the whole crew and all the passengers end up on an island, which to me is, like, so cliche. It's hmm. like, because then, and then everything that happened starting on the island felt boring and uninteresting and, like, huh. like not as interesting as, like, the subtleties... It felt like uh, Lord of the Flies, like oh, yeah. what, what what happens when we create like a little microcosm of society. And I was like, oh, I was more yeah. interested
2: in like the other thing, and you didn't yeah. invest in it. That's so funny. I find that really annoying in a movie. I can't think of another good example at the top of my head. But when they like set up a, like a little situation or a world that you're so interested in and want to hear more about, and then they are like take you on a, a like a left turn and take you away from everything you thought was interesting and into something that you're like, wait, but I don't, I don't care. About I don't this. care about I this. I wanted the other thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Oh, it, it makes me think of um, this play that I saw Peter Mills Weiss in at Jack. What was that called? Did oh, you say that? Um, it, White it was, on White. Is that what it's called? But it was about um, oh, like uh, diversity and inclusion. It was about a like a white uh, affinity group that meets to talk about yeah. Uh, race in America But they're like They, they work at the same place and no, They're, they're understand- just like A group of people Who are electing To get together In a I community um, As white people To you know Read books And discuss race And, and do the work um, Is the idea and just the way each of the characters is like a different type of white person and the way their conversations are being like captured through the writing of the script is is so funny and real and wonderful. And then in the third act, they just take it on this like crazy absurdist fantasy twist mm. to like do a big ending. And you're like, wait, wait, but I wanted to see how the really realistic, yes. like biting kind of funny world you set up, how does that actually play out? Don't make me go to this other world where I have to see, oh, but what if, yeah, uh, science fiction was and a monster came out of racism and you yeah. have to battle the monster like yeah. it's not exactly what happens but kind of yeah and you're like oh you lost the thing that i i cared about yeah, yeah. it's like the stories
0: like i'm gonna grab the subconscious and make it explicit and it's like oh i was more interested in me digging through yeah. and getting the subconscious i don't yes. need the movie to be like what if everything that was implicit was now not only explicit but like fantasy or something it loses. Yeah. And yeah. That's, yeah. So that's how it felt.
1: I need monsters <laughs> and elves and stuff in, to, order to, in order to get it.
2: Yeah. Otherwise, it's right over your head. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I See, need who's racism. Good, who's evil? Racism yeah.
1: to be depicted as a big monster in order for me to understand that it's bad. <laughs> and that it can hurt all of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Do you remember the movie Bright? No. Yes. <laughs> the one. Yeah, the orcs It's about orcs in LA.
2: I don't remember that at all. You remember
0: this? No, not at all. This is a movie with Will Smith where he plays a cop and it was sort of like post-Black li- Black Lives Matter and it's like, what if we staged like the current racial discourse as like literal like fantasy races? So there's orcs and they're like the marginalized mm. class and then there's like elves and they That's live in crazy. Beverly Hills. See, it's you, pretty
1: bad. You made fun of me For at the Met, for like having indulging in these sort of race Mm -hmm. theory stuff, Mm -hmm. but little do you know this is going on inside the minds of every of great artists. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
0: Yeah. uh, yeah, men, yeah, men read like Lord of the Rings, and they're like, "This is so cool! What if the world was divided into magical races, (laughs) and they all had different
1: skills?" (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. they made they made a new one about two people hunting. Um, vampires in Los Angeles and Snoop Dogg is in it. Who made that? I think it's th- still coming out or something, but
0: I'm not sure. No. Wait, what's it called?
1: Um, I you don't know. Type in vampire Snoop Dogg. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Snoop.
1: Just dog. See, w- see what comes up.
0: Vampire Snoop Dogg
2: movie. You want to watch this real quick? Wait, yeah. John. Day, watch. day shift. Day it's shift?
1: called Day Shift.
2: Folks, in the new Raising Man format, we have 25 minutes left. So, just so you're tracking where we are in the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Are you feeling like there's anything we want to get to? Because now we've gone on this little side. Well, I want to say my thing about Barbarian, but I'll say it after we see this, you know? And, And we'll follow where this takes us. Okay. Name of the game says, ah...
0: Jamie Foxx, Dave Franco. Like
2: every
0: day. Okay, so he's got a gun and he's in LA. What are you doing in my room? Oh! I'm oh, she's a vampire! <gasps> oh. What? Wait, wait. What does that mean? The guys who taught John Wick?
1: I think it must be in, place s- in the in same the universe. universe. And they taught John Wick all his stuff.
0: All right, let's see. Oh. Oh! Oh, my God! What?
1: <laughs> this summer... So this must be out. I see, so...
3: He's,
0: he's kind of like a mercenary, that's that's kind of making making ends meet.
3: Oh.
2: He's got one last chance.
1: James Franco. No, that's
0: Dave Franco. (laughs) That's funny. That's funny. Jimmy Fox is funny. Oh! I feel like I'm good.
1: I'm good. Yeah, I get it. Okay. Um, That
2: does look fun, honestly. So, what does that tell us?
1: About race. Or about culture. I was interested in.
2: Was Snoop Dogg in that? He yes.
1: yes. He was the cowboy with the long hair. Got it. Yeah. I was more interested in the f- women's interior in that one, sort of the way
2: you feel about the men. Yes. But we didn't see them very well. We weren't given the chance. Yes.
0: Yeah, I'll, to I'll, know
2: what women in this universe. I'll yeah. say this.
0: This feels very kind of related to, to Bright. Like, I'm sure that, in fact, there was some conversation in Netflix about the similarities and what I will say is this looks like it's leaning less into like overwrought world building and more into like fun stunts. Totally. And, and like and like mm. light comedy where Bright was just too filled with mythology.
1: Totally. Totally. Yes. Well but in Bright I would I think Bright will is probably a more interesting movie. We should honestly watch it, you you and Will and I or something. Not you, Sarah. I you, saw it. You would enjoy <laughs> it. <laughs> I
0: wrote, when I like when it came out I like wrote a little review of it. Really? Like a little analysis of it. Yeah.
1: Oh. Read the
0: school newspaper? No, just I. I made a Substack and I wrote it and then <laughs> and then I deleted it because I was like, this isn't really what I'm trying to do. But That's I had a funny. take on. You'll be confused about what you're trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I had a whole take. I still it's
2: got I a Substack where you wrote a little review of <laughs> Bright. Yeah. He's an animator. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Wait.
0: So say what you were going to say about Barbarian.
2: Um. So. The beginning, I'll say the beginning. This doesn't really ruin anything. A woman shows up at an Airbnb that she's renting and the key's not there. And then there's a guy already inside who's like, I reserved this. And they both realize that they have both reserved this Airbnb at the same time. And it's like the middle of the night and it's raining and they're in this scary neighborhood. So she's kind of like obviously kind of suspicious of this guy, but decides to like stay at the Airbnb with him anyway for that night. And uh, you that's get. That's a great setup. It's a great setup. And so that's like kind of the first, the opening sequence is all about this, what's happening there. And uh, it's very scary. And I love the. Or not even very scary, but it's great suspense. Because then you um, think that's kind of what I would do. It doesn't feel contrived. It doesn't feel it contrived feels believable at all. That it's, that it's such a believable situation that's like awkward a little bit scary you know it's a horror movie so you're like suss on this guy and yeah this weird little house that you don't really understand the interior of and there's these different doors and yeah it's scary um <clears throat> but then structurally you know that arrives at like a scary payoff and then we cut away to like a whole other character then justin long enters whole other story that's going to connect back later but like we take away we go somewhere else and then that goes for a while and then we go somewhere else to another story that then really really three stories yes that are all like connected to this one thing and it's just like good structurally rather than it being like okay we're in this scary house something a little weird happens and something a little weirder happens then finally something really scary happens and it's over it's like it gives you scary stuff in different measures at different places so it just kind of like is a good innovation structurally to not get you bored immediately by totally, yeah, and
1: also a perfect horror innovation structure because horror is all about like suspense. Yes, once the scary thing has actually happened and you, and you see, see the, the monster sc- the, the or monster and yeah. stuff your your curiosity is sated you know what yes. it looks like yes. you know everything about it and you, it's hard to be scared again but then to then jump cut backwards in time yes or to a forwards time where, in time. to a
0: time where you hadn't seen the monster yet and you're yes forget. <laughs> and you're
2: not even scared and then
1: deliver the slow paced build up again is like smart
2: yes totally so that's a cool thing about it oh i'm sorry Uh, that's apparently is a big spoiler but that's what's interesting about the movie that's okay Um, (laughs) who knows if i'll watch it yeah um so yeah i thought it was good i'll say this i think this isn't a spoiler because it's about something that doesn't happen the movie's kind of about violence against women it is but they don't actually show women being done horrible things to which mm. i think is cool to do Interesting. So it's kind of cool to not.
1: Cool to not show. It's
2: cool to not show because it's like the. I think sometimes movies when they use violence, sexual violence, especially against women, as something scary without really like earning it creatively or in the plot of the movie, they're just like exploiting something horrific that's already like scary in the world and, and using it for their benefit. But in this, it's like it's using it, but it's not like re-exploiting i don't know that kind of violence in a way that feels like harmful or yeah right they're like in
0: order for you to realize that it's bad we have to show you how bad it is yeah and but you're saying like no you don't need to do you don't
2: even need to do it they can like be creative and use that the horror of that thing without sort of being re-traumatizing yeah that's interesting
0: a spoiler and negative i think that doesn't happen in the movie yeah and now we can kind of fill in around the movie you did spoil it in a sense in a
2: sense but through the negative space By te- yeah the negative yeah it's about the notes that
0: you don't play i don't know when you see the room with a gross bed
2: hmm. you
1: sometimes
3: know what's going though, on there but you don't
1: see it sometimes yeah. though i remember being a child and being that they're suggesting like a violence against a, a character it's
2: more disturbing
1: and they cut away before it happens yeah. and that sometimes as a child really stuck with me where i'm like what happened or like I mean I know what happened but now I'm forced to imagine what happened and and it, the movie ended 3 hours ago and I'm still having yes, to like yes, think about that yes, scary
2: yes, scene. Yes. Yes, yes, better than it just being like it was this. Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. Do you exactly. see funny games? Uh yes. It I has I've a
0: it has a really harrowing moment of just that where a child is shot. Yeah. And you don't see it happening but you see sort of like the blood on the wall and like the kid's legs in the corner of the room and then the mom like seeing it. But you don't see the actual thing
2: happening. Yeah.
3: Mm. Horrific.
0: Mm-hmm. It's quite horrific actually. Probably more on the end of showing you the violence than on the end of not showing. Closer to showing yeah. than <laughs> not showing. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, we could turn on a light. I know that it's gonna make the video look worse, but I do feel like it's dark.
1: Yeah. Well it makes us sleepy, even though it looks bright in the room. Yeah. We are sleepy. Could
0: you turn that light on, Sarah?
2: Yeah. Let's see what that does.
3: My hey, could you sweater turn is that destabilizing because it's
2: crocheted. Hey, Peter. Peter's in Amsterdam and he's in the chat. Peter, I just talked about white on white. So it's weird that you're here because you don't usually white listen. White. And I think you missed it.
1: That's kind of like what this podcast yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> That's
0: true. Let's see. What else is up? Um, I feel quite excited with my work. Yo. I'm like like working on three things at the same time. And I'm and I'm like hopeful about all of them. Just not even that they're going to give me anything, but that I think they're both they're all three of them things that I'm passionate about and that I'm excited for.
1: Check this Check this text out that I just got. What? I, I get these like spam texts all the time. I'm really speechless. I waited for you in Starbucks for three hours while y- your phone was off. Why, why you didn't show up? Now give me an explanation. Isn't that crazy? Do you
0: think that might be someone that you did st- stood up?
1: No. <laughs> I haven't. I didn't have plans to meet anybody at a Starbucks.
2: Just think
0: about it though. It might be someone
2: that you did stand up. Yeah.
3: yeah. Huh. Maybe like maybe you
2: that- made the plan like. Pretty far in advance. (laughs) Yeah, like a A year or two ago for sure. Yeah. I should
3: I text
1: back sorry. Yeah. (laughs) I should text back uh I'm curious what the
0: scam is. Yeah. Me too. It's an
1: interesting way to start a scam. I'm gonna text back um a memoji with a pig and it's winking.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Hey. Or you know the the hog that's his head is exploding. (laughs) You know the the one, the
1: hogs Ah. exploding, yeah, Yeah. or a dinosaur giving the peace sign. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I remember one time I got hit up by a scammer, and I was like, "Oh, it would be funny." You know how when people do that thing where they like string the scammer along and make them do funny stuff, and I got bored right away.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're hoping that there's a stand up bit that comes out of it, but.
0: It wasn't so interesting.
2: It's a lot of work.
1: It's a lot of work.
2: One of our chatters has got an idea that they want you to text back anything so they can verify your number and sell it to other scammers. Did you say, did you text back? No, no he deleted it. Oh, that's good. Okay, huh. that's good to know. Thank interesting. you, Nap-
1: Napoleon Blown Apart. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> interesting. Um, yeah. Damn, so you feel really good about your work? How long do you think that feeling will, will take you, last you?
3: <sighs>
0: that's a good question. Through Christmas? Hopefully through Christmas. Definitely. I have work. I have a lot of work. Uh, just a little advertising for myself. I'm trying to post on my Patreon again. So if people, I saw that. If people want to like start signing up, I've, I have some ideas of things I want to post. I just am like, haven't made good money in a minute. And I think it would be nice to just get that rolling. I again.
2: saw that and I felt this happiness in my heart that you had just decided to do it again without asking me whether or not oh should i do my patreon really yeah. oh, that's the kind of thing i would ask you yeah. about oh is it corny if i do this or is it a good idea or well. like i don't know and i would just be like oh i don't know if you want to do it yeah so i was like great he's just gonna do it wow that's so funny yeah. that that's
0: the story in your head because yes
2: that didn't even occur to me to uh, like, check in about it <laughs> yeah it's like so far from it's none of my business. You're yeah. The, you're
1: like, what kind of guy would do that? What kind of guy <laughs> would like lame. text you like every thought that they yeah. have? And <laughs> the worry that's going yeah.
2: through their mind. Yeah, I <laughs> guess I just really don't like when people ask my like it's not that I really don't like it, but I when people ask for advice or something you're like, I really have no opinion about that and I don't know. It just feels kind of like impotent or something for me. Or I'm like, yeah, well you could or you couldn't. In some ways it could be good, in some ways it could be bad. Yeah. Like I don't like giving that kind it's of It's the hardest response.
1: thing to fake. Like fake yes. an answer Because you really don't care about it Either way <laughs> But also not caring <laughs> no, I care like, I care Looks like um Like course Or something mm-hmm, You know mm-hmm. So you don't want to come off that way
2: Yes When really It's not that I don't care But I'm just totally neutral I love you Whether you have the Patreon or not <laughs> Well But I'll subscribe I don't know if I'll keep I just kind of Want to see what happens
0: If I keep posting I thought about doing like Little tutorials Sometimes When I was <laughs> When I was yeah. young And starting animating I wanted to see tutorials Maybe I'll make some tutorials
1: I love your tu- tutorials, the ones you made for how to work After Effects. It's an hour long, but it's so fun to like hear your friend's voice in your head as you're like trying to navigate a computer. That's funny, you know.
2: yeah. There you go. I would do a tutorial on this. What is Blender? People are always saying it, but what Who's is? Who's talking about Blender? On Twitter, people tweet about it. Really? But what is it? It's a 3D software. There you go.
0: So you would just do a tutorial yep. that answers that question? <laughs> Fair enough.
2: Just so I can know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I just am feeling good and it's like, I don't know, sometimes I get this feeling that's like gritted teeth, like, oh,
2: you know what I mean? Like, I'm yes. like,
0: oh, something, but it's like, it's just like anticipation or a feeling of like when people get this, it's just this abstract, like gritted teeth feeling. and I'm like, something's like close, but.
1: That's good. What you're describing, <laughs> I'm confused. I thought you were on a good tip. It is good. Yeah. It know? is good. It's like okay. a kind
0: of excitement just strain. Okay, you're like yeah. this like, strain it's that's uh, yeah, but I'm it, I don't know my teeth. <laughs> but then nothing fucking happens. Mm. Yeah, that's what I feel. Nothing. It's like you put it out, mm. and then just like, oh, well, you gotta put out fifty more things, and one thing every day, and
2: yeah,
1: yeah. It's hard to to moderate your energy or get the story right for what's happening in your head with your work so that you don't become dip disappointed when it, like, takes too long. You know, you have to have the appropriate timeline about, like, okay, I'm in the beginning. Now I'm in the middle. Now it's okay to be excited because now I'm near the end, you know? Mm-hmm. And if you if your story is, like, fucks up or isn't um, doesn't align with reality, you can really, really sink yourself into sadness. Well, you know
0: what it is, too? It's, like, I've... The way that I work is through this, like, feedback loop of, like, reward. Where every time I post a new piece, I, it's, like, a little juice. It some, gives me some juice. tokens. Yeah. And so, I, like, that's why I have Little Edie, which I post three times a week. And then I have these three animations, and they're all at different points of being done. And then we have this podcast, which I put out all the time. And um, it's, like, a little, like, an addiction in a sense. In the sense that it's, like, it's got to keep coming. Or else I'm going to start feeling, like, bad. But it... it what it like sort of fixes the problem you're saying which mm-hmm. is like
2: well there's always something coming out yeah what's this reminds me of being at the met today in the um asia wing uh-huh and there are so many statues of buddha heads or like jainism similar you know statues of person cross legged in meditation posture And just thinking about like, well, they were really in ancient times already on a tip about how we shouldn't be um, oriented around reaching anything other than just like discovering inner peace and happiness just in being alive. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that that actually seems like a really contemporary thing to me because maybe it is sort of like in Western culture because in Western religion, you're really oriented around like, winning going to heaven and like being punished for doing bad things and like all of this and i was just like looking around, being like man people have known for a long time that if you're in constant pursuit of road. sort of worldly successes and yeah and objects it's an empty road yeah so but I still are you think, saying
0: that i'm in an empty road
2: <laughs> yeah but i think you could still be happy because mm-hmm. i think you're you have a lot of talent so you might be able to keep getting enough um juice how do you feel about your own road? Um I love working at Big Reuse. You're a Big Reuse now, yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I just got three Big Reuse t shirts. Um, so that's kind of exciting. And uh yeah, I don't know, I feel good. You feel good about your
3: road?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I've definitely been like I've been trying to turn off my phone during the day. I'm trying to look at it.
1: You should have gotten Yo. this Starbucks text.
2: Yeah, that would have gotten your ass. Yeah.
0: But it's. But I think there's some truth to what you're saying. I'm not ready to give up on the idea that I want to be making art all the time. No, like, I don't. I don't think I'm there yet at that level of enlightenment. But definitely want to be at a place where I'm not looking at my phone all the time, and that feels connected.
2: Totally. Yeah. No, I, I'm not saying that. I think um, that making art is pointless, but it's uh, just makes sense why. You can get into a mindset suddenly where you're like, "Oh, and if I just do this, I'll get this thing out of it." And then you kind of arrive at that thing and you're like, "Okay, now what am I going to do? Do another thing, get another thing out of it." But that does work to some extent. So,
1: I I think there's a right amount of resting on your laurels, like enjoying your lo- what's what you've achieved mm-hmm. and trying to achieve and like um effort towards it. But I've had experiences in my life where I'm like, just enjoying myself not trying to to like work hard at all towards something and that too i think runs has its limit in ways oh totally you know yeah I'll, you just like being at this.
2: peace and then looking at the sunrise right or whatever exactly that
1: that can get really that really <laughs> yeah, can
2: really get old yeah totally, totally maddening. enjoying drinking a glass of wine and maddening yeah, yeah. so yes. you're saying mindfully that. eating cheese <laughs> 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 yeah
0: yeah so you're saying it's all about a balance
1: there's got to be some sort of balance and you have to uh you have to know what it is and maybe it's different for different people.
3: That's no. right, Sarah, it's different no. for me but than uh, it is for no. you.
0: No. no. Don't be coming to me no. about Jainism no. already tells you that you shouldn't no. be making little EDs. No. there's one way, that's the best
3: way and if all
2: people did it, that <laughs> would be the best for us all. Wow. Yeah. Wow.
0: Wait, so did you have things to say about the election day? No. Oh. No. This, there's a guy the news. there's
2: a guy that everyone's freaked out about who wants to be governor yeah Lee Zeldin what's his deal he's conservative <gasps> yeah what he wants heck? to like ban abortion but people say that even though the governor even if we had a Republican governor who wanted to do that he wouldn't be able to achieve that hmm. governor yeah. of the state the governor of our state In New York, because we have so many Democrats in Congress in our state. Has New
1: York
0: ever had a a conservative governor? I'm sure. For sure. Wait, for sure? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Someone in the chat. Tell us. (laughs) Someone in the chat. Yeah. School
1: Felipe.
2: Yeah. I have not been listening to the news, um, but my roommate Peter has continued listening to the news, and he said to me that uh, on a national level, this election will uh make it so that none of our future elections are are real like how so (laughs) that um once the republicans like take over both houses of congress at this midterm i guess just that they will um gerrymander and limit people's ability to vote to such a degree that like they're voting will not like occur Damn. in the united states in Wait, a way that represents wh- the public interest don't ask me interrogatory questions i said i have those in the news yes so take that face value and uh react or uh, don't yeah uh
1: that's confusing to me
2: why is it confusing to you
1: because i guess i thought maps maps are redrawn every 10 years right because the census happens every 10 years but i thought that was this past cycle, that
2: yeah. That happened. What do you think about that, Sarah? I don't know. That's what Peter told me. Yeah, he said that this is going to set it up so that every elections from now moving forward is a sham.
1: Well, uh, the the New York Times keeps telling me that democracy is on the line.
2: Yes, that's what Peter's saying. The the democracy is well. <laughs> People yeah. are
1: juiced every midterm election or every election really it's like the juice gets higher and higher on the news. Like they, they stakes, they keep juicing it up more and more and more. And I'm just like, guys, what is going like? If I were <laughs> really tuned into the news, I would be freaking totally, out all yeah. the time and be in like, no wonder like our, pa- like your parents are just crazy. When you talk to them, I sound like such an idiot. <laughs> I'm partly playing a character, but, like, yeah. it really You're is... You're playing a... Ca- it's a funny character, too. <laughs> <Thank Yeah>. you. <laughs> Can you do a little voice <laughs> yeah. while you do it? <laughs> um, But, you know, yeah. It's just, like, you do... It's, it's a stupid thing to realize as an adult, but if you listen to the news a little less, you are, like, a lot more relaxed.
2: It's true.
0: Yeah. So, see... So I have one thing right, okay? I work yeah. hard, but I don't listen to the news, and yeah. I don't think about social yeah. issues, and you do. Sure. So we have different things we that make us things. suffer, Sarah. Yeah,
2: I really didn't mean to bring up the thing about the Met as a way to be like... I took it very personally. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Especially after you said that I check in with you when I make my Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> so then I thought, there's some sort of thing Sarah's getting at. There's like no a way. bigger story no Sarah's way. getting at. No that's not true. Yeah, you're getting no, at a bigger story. That's not true.
2: I don't think that about art
3: are, and... Uh,
1: are you leading me to it? A- any enlightened like moments, or is it just Felipe hmm.
2: I don't feel like i'm I'm leading anybody anywhere okay but yeah. <laughs> Or that I'm even, like, in pursuit of that myself. To me, that kind of, like, spirituality in my own life has been so, like, distorted by the American version of, like, what it means to be, like, holistic and spiritual that it's, like, not very interesting to me. Well, did I tell you about
0: when I went, I went to the, when I first moved here, I went to the Brooklyn Buddhism Center because I was having a lot of anxiety and I thought, oh, maybe I should just check this thing out. And... Are you guys looking at something on the...
1: Sorry. Some reading no, the comments. Going. Yeah. Keep going. I'm looking at you.
0: Um, And the, the guy was like, you can't... Sorry if I've said this on the podcast already. Stop me if I have. But the guy was like, you can't just meditate. It's got to be the whole philosophy. Like the whole Buddhist philosophy. He's like, there's all this mindfulness stuff right now. But that's oh. not enough. You have to have the whole philosophy. And he's like, the whole philosophy is like, our world is an illusion and like... You know, desire yeah. is suffering and da-da-da-da-da. And he was saying stuff and I was thinking, well, everybody here, you know, it was like in, uh, like Leffert's Garden, you know, it was like in some, uh, like, bougie neighborhood. And I was like, well, everybody here probably works pretty hard and is pretty bought into the American dream. They'll probably have a little work-from-home jobs and they're like strivers. And I was like, how can you square those two things? Like, maybe this made sense when Buddhism was invented that you could be like, let me just not yeah yeah. get out yeah, of a rat yeah. race I'm yeah, like, yeah. now in new york city in brooklyn no way and the guy was like well he's like and he's and then he has, as if he was reading my mind he said and you might think well if we have this philosophy then how do we like make sure that we're like working hard for the things that we want and he was like well you can still do that like you can still do those things and he just didn't he couldn't answer the tension he was just like we can do both we can mm. chill out And then also we can, we can not desire things and then we can desire things. And I was like, this is a big problem. Mm. You're not giving me an answer. Mm. You're Mm. just, you're just trying to make it make sense for Mm. us, but it just doesn't make sense. You don't think it can be both? I think you can like meditate and like have some perspective on your life. But I'm also like, how can you have a life that's all about like reaching certain milestones and working hard for like X, Y, and Z.
2: When you desire nothing,
0: and well, yeah, and also yeah. have a life that's all about seeing that like desire is suffering and that you shouldn't desire anything. It feels like a contradiction to me.
2: Yeah, I don't know what they would say. Probably, like, I mean, because you can't imagine uh, someone who has some kind of like enlightened sense of spirituality actually giving you a prescriptive answer that if they said it to you verbally would make sense as a specific instruction to live your life. Like obviously anyone who's going to give you any kind of like spiritual guidance is going to like create some kind of puzzle that then your life would be navigating the exploration I see, I of see, like I see. what that m- would look like or mean.
0: So you're saying to even, to even take it that literally would be to un- misunderstand the purpose of yes. the injunction, Yes. Like
2: it's actually to navigate. A te- yes. That tension. I see. Yeah. I see. Well, yeah.
1: I'm a big, bl- I'm, trying to be a big believer that you actually can be two things at once you Mm -hmm. can you can strive and also understand that it brings you harm you know and 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 adopt a mindset where you're like well this doesn't actually matter you know yeah like i think like when my i remember my dad dying and, and like doing cleaning up his house and simultaneously experiencing like both how sad this was and also how funny and bizarre it was like Mm. all at the same time. And I can like both laugh at it and also like be, be brought to immense like sadness by it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I get to uh, like, Oh, I want to like make television. I can understand in one sense how like that is like what I've built my entire like living situation of this part of my life around and how it is in a sense one of the most important things for me and also I can see how it doesn't actually matter
0: yes yeah, yeah but, but you know what he said he said that <clears throat> for, when you want to find out what someone believes don't look at what they say that they believe look at their actions he says so your too. action. So it doesn't matter what you believe. So it saying. doesn't even matter what you just said. Doesn't <laughs> <even matter. laughs> wow. Yeah, we're at we're at the hour. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, I'll, I'll say one more thing about meditation because we started a couple minutes late. Um, that I remember when I worked for Sounds True, I was like listening to an interview with some man who I think he'd been either a successful businessman or a scientist or some job where he was working crazy sixteen-hour days. Decided he wanted to start living a spiritual life and to become like a meditation person. And then he like mastered mindful meditation and was sitting for like many hours each day, feeling extremely present in the moment and like really experiencing what he believed to be the height of like the purpose of meditation. And then he had this realization one day that he was like, Oh, but I've been pursuing meditation in a way that's like, I'm trying to become the Jedi master. No, of meditation. Oh, no. So I'm you I'm trying have to, to be chill the Wolf out. of Wall Street of meditation. Wow, you have to chill yeah. Out. So I still haven't done it because I haven't chilled out because I'm trying to. Damn. Yeah. And you just have to truly be. Be mm. nothing, and I just hear that. I'm like, I don't want to be in pursuit of being nothing. That sounds crazy. Because then you're in
0: pursuit of being nothing. You're the Wolf of Wall Street of not, not wanting to the be, be the best. Of nothing, yeah.
2: <laughs> so that just is uh, like too much. I just want to pursue something. Uh, yeah, but I, I think maybe. Yeah, it's good as long as you're enjoying your your process of your art making. Then.
0: What else is there? Wait, someone did ask this in the comments, and I want to. What the? What is this rotisserie chicken man?
2: What is rotisserie chicken man? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He, don't
1: know. he went viral. He lives in Philly. It looks yeah. he lives
2: in Philly. I,
0: I don't know what it is. I okay. I kind of know a little bit. He eats a rotisserie chicken every day. I don't. Oh. I don't. I don't know if this was like over tweets or like how the this how the concept word got out. how the word <laughs> got out or how the concept was kind of like executed. Yeah. But then he ate a whole rotisserie chicken in front of a crowd in Philly. And I looked at that and I was like, "I'm glad I do not live in Philadelphia. This is chopped." <laughs>
1: yeah, you can see that every damn day in New York City. Living yeah. with me, that's true. Your, that's true. Your yeah. roommate, yeah. and
2: that's not even your main thing. That yeah, exactly. That's just, I'm
1: not trying to go viral with that shit. Yeah, this that's just how incidental. I
0: live. Do you yeah. regret not having filmed yourself eating the thing you eat every day and making a funny, weird meme <laughs> about it? Yeah, it's funny.
1: <laughs> no, I don't. But maybe if it could have turned into a television show. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it is weird. And seeing all the people around him, all those, like, Philly guys around him, I was like, wow, Philadelphia is, like, the perfect, like zone for this type of guy yes yeah. yes yes you know, it's like the great maw in the earth from which all these types of this type hmm. of guy like springs forth from
0: carly yeah, carly, carly was like wait philly. carly said a funny thing she said no, it I was said in the chat it was for annoying pilled people in philly <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's
2: funny
3: <laughs> yeah
2: all right folks well that's the thanks hour. for listening Of the new hour-long format. (laughs) Comment on the Apple Podcasts if you like the hour-long format.
0: Or if you wish we had another 30 minutes to go. Have a good one. We're
3: Raisin' Man Arena.